<laughs> and welcome to the Dan and Ben podcast. Oh, thanks. The nice to be ever. on here. Uh, uh, I liked what we called it, the Lair, Lair of, of the, the Clockwork Pod. Lair of the Clockwork Pod. Cast. Cast, which is very clever. Thanks. Uh, we're at REST. 2019, London, Tobacco Dock. Yes, well done. Important to have <laughs> factual information about Yes, clarify. Uh, and we've just announced Lair of the Clockwork God, which is the third Dan and Ben game. It's named after our podcast. It is named after our podcast. Um, uh, and we're here talking to press and sort of shouting about it because uh, I mainly am terrified about how <laughs> difficult it is to promote indie games these days. It yeah. used to be that you could just... That I was telling someone yesterday that I used to be when we did, like, when we did Jibbage and Ben there, Dan that and stuff like that, I'd get press based on just the fact that I'd made a game and people would go, that guy's made a game on his own. Yeah. Like, there was no one else helped him. He just did it. He, <laughs> he did the programming and the art and everything. Yeah. And that was enough to like get press in all the major outlets. And now you have to sort of. There were so many games. Yeah. Um, so many indie games. So many indie games, and we're just one of them. So we're at Res, like talking to press and trying to get people to um, pay attention to us, I guess. Yes. And um, this is part of that. Tell me, because I've forgotten, what. Tell me, give me the elevator pitch for what Lair of the Clockwork God is, just because I'm aware that this is a lovely chat between you and me. Yes. Perfectly natural chat as, yes. we, as we lay glistening on my bed in my London flat that I've rented trying to avoid the train noises we're not naked though we do have socks on do have socks on never take your socks off (laughs) Uh, give me the elevator pitch for the game Um, because I've forgotten what it is because it's been such a long day okay it's a standalone Dan and Ben game where one of them is uh, an adventure gamer and he likes using his inventory and looking at stuff and doing verbs and the other one has decided that he wants to be a platformer because it's more cool and interesting and uh, financially rewarding. Uh, so he does lots of jumping about, pushing crates, and uh, you have to use the two different styles of gameplay together to um, unravel the mystery that you find yourself in. That sounds like an amazing game and something I'd really enjoy playing if I hadn't made it and the sort of can't. <laughs> yes. Are we, are we still in the elevator now? No, we're done in the elevator. Right, okay. Good. We're back, sprawled, yes, legs akimbo on a, on a bed in an Airbnb. Good. Um, so, shall we talk about how this has all happened? Yes. We've been talking about this for like 10 years, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, we, the Time Gentleman Please came out in 20, 2009. And then we, very shortly after that, because that was well received, started talking about should we do a sequel? And we stuck the first thing we, um, the, well, I think you suggested was um, episodes, like little 15 minute, bam, get it out there. Yeah, we called the micro episodes, didn't we? Of just like, Probably. there was one we did, which I'd forgotten about until recently, which mm. actually started making where um, Ben was ben had been buried in a box underground. Yeah. Do you remember that one? And yeah. Dan was tied to a bomb in the desert. Yeah. So, like, neither of them could move. And then, like, as I remember, Dan had to piss. Had to drink the rain so he could piss, so that it would go down the rocks, and that would float. They'd go to the box, and that would float Ben up, or something. It was really horrible. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I think that was the one where um, we 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 kept on going like, "It's got to be more wacky. It's got to be more interesting." Yeah. Um, there's some plutonium underground that has um, mutated all the rubbish. And so there's all these like discarded like old lettuces and stuff that have mutated and become characters. Uh, yeah. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> so there was that, and then there was the blue-headed Mexican, which we went quite a long way with, which was had yeah. some platformer pastiche stuff in it, didn't it? It was about um, 
It had like um, it had first person shooter. Had first person shooter jokes. It had um, fighting. There's a bit where you fought a pinata bear. Yeah, which was in and working quite nicely. Yeah, and then we cancelled that. We, we've talked about that quite a lot, but we cancelled that because uh, we've mm. done those jokes. We announced it and then cancelled it, and then felt yeah. like because we felt like it was the same thing again. And yeah, I, and, and and time gender police. The thing is, time gender police was so well received. Like Ben, they're down that and time gender police. There's a lot of goodwill with those games. Yeah, um, and we felt that 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 one wasn't doing anything different wasn't doing any justice yeah. to those ones it was just sort of it was fine and I think like we, you know we were coming up with good ideas and interesting stuff but like I think we just kept on hitting this roadblock where we were like this is fine but it's not special it's not interesting and yeah. we're not excited by it no uh, and then we did one we did another one called Son of Dan and Ben uh, Son, Son of, of Ben, ben and, and Dan because that's felt so, so bad, bad. Uh, where and I can I can vaguely remember that where you played Ben and Dan had put their genetic material into a jar yeah and and it was learning how to be an adventure character so Dan and Ben Dan and Ben were in the background doing their own thing like they were they were um, solving puzzles and and, yeah they were NPCs yeah and you could like grow an eye so that you could look at things and then you could grow a hand so you and it was just this like sort of hairy mucus in a jar you were learning your verbs you were learning your verbs but yeah the thing was that we were like the chat that that came out of was how can we do a Dan and Ben game and make it different because you know because the reason Balloonhead Mexican and all the other stuff failed was that it was just the same game so we were like what can we do that would be massively different? We did talk about making a platformer briefly, and then we talked about what if Dan and Ben aren't the playable characters? What if they're, mm. you know, what if you're in the Dan and Ben universe? Yeah. Um, and so we went quite far with that, and that was like, again, that had loads of good ideas and loads of cool stuff. And at one point, we had like the villain, um, Patsy the Goat. Um, <laughs> That's the scapegoat. Yeah, oh, um, was, um, <laughs> I uh, seem to remember. I seem to remember never actually signing that off. I seem to remember constantly fighting I, against that. I think you get, like I looked back at some emails, and I think it seems like at some point it just gets taken as as facts. <laughs> it wore me down yeah. until I just gave up. <laughs> but she is collecting loads of different adventurers and taking their their DNA and trying to make like a super adventurer for whatever mm. reason. Um, and so at one point we were going to have a load of different indie adventure game characters in like Machinarium yeah. Robot and oh yeah we talked Black to Dave, we talked to um, Dave Gilbert about using were, his characters and they were all on they, they were, were all, all on board it, weren't they god I completely forgot about that one and Puzzle Bots um, so there was which was Aaron Robinson's yeah, thing wasn't it yeah um, so I want to rattle through these because there were quite a lot now I think about it there was two more that I remember there was a really really overcomplicated time travel one which didn't get very far at all which was is that the God Complex? Oh my God! There's three more. <laughs> so there's so God Complex was uh, where God yeah is living with all the other gods in a in a like a in an apartment an complex. apartment complex yeah and he's got all these VHSs and that's the same one that is the same one so he's right, got yeah. all these VHSs yeah. of Dan and Ben's adventures which yeah. he's watching yeah. Um, so so he's living in an apartment complex with like Old he, Testament God and Satan and um, yeah I think like Cthulhu and stuff I think yeah and like the spaghetti monster and Buddha and stuff yeah. all, but like I think he was sharing an apartment with Old Testament God and he's New Testament God that's right okay and, like, I think oh that's right they may have even been boyfriends <laughs> I'm not sure but and they and so like he's putting these VHSs into the TV to watch Dan and Ben's old adventures so they're like these little snippets the idea was they were like little fifteen minute sitcoms almost mm. 
Um, and you, but you could rewind it, and it would go in a different way. So you'd, so almost like you know, you know those like one stage, like episode of Frasier or something, where yeah. it's all in one set. Yeah. But it, and they, the actors would play it out, but you could rewind it and do different stuff. And yeah. I, the only one, I, the only one either of us really remember was the there's a woman cutting a hedge with yeah. a hedge trimmer, and you can stand in front of it and get Ben a haircut. Because you, you rewind that, it, so she's at the start of the hedge, and then yeah. stand Ben in the right place so that you can get his haircut. So because that that's when they were both gawky teenagers, and he had long, that's stupid, right. floppy hair. Right. And so the idea was that as you rewinded and fast forwarded through the, that VHS, you could see the woman go back and forth, and it was like a visual yes. edit timeline. On that one didn't get far because no. Jesus Christ, that <laughs> is a massively complicated thing yeah. to do. Yeah. Uh, the only other one which we which. I think we can talk about because I don't think it's ever going to happen which was a result what was a result of like what we consider the dumbing down of point and click genre oh, into, yeah. into, into other things which we you know it, adventure games have changed into different things but you and yeah. me are very die hard like um, Sam and Max yeah Day of Throttle fans yeah and um, we, we had this amazing thing where like Adventure Core had um, basically banned verbs so like Ben is like doing one click does everything for Ben and he's really frustrated by it and he's and like and, and in order to, order to do a puzzle you have to go and get forms signed and all that sort of stuff so it's just like this, there was this grey office yeah that um, with full of like um, like people just with no stamps and um, and paperwork yeah and the game was about Ben re-learning his verbs and, uh, and, and getting that and getting those skills back which yeah. was which was a lovely idea and it was very funny and it was very um satirical of a very specific period in yeah. adventure game yeah. uh, history which yeah. I don't think like really necessarily exists anymore there, yeah. was that, there was that one period when Telltale were doing um, uh, like the Back to the Future games and the Monkey Island games it was that yeah. kind of era wasn't it and, yeah. and, um, and our frustration at like not really like feeling we were playing a narrative not really actually doing anything in that narrative and, yeah. and you know that's fine, but it's not what we wanted from a point and click. Yeah, um, which was verbs and inventories and stuff like that. Yeah, um, there's, that's with ten minutes of just talking about old shit. So let's <laughs> let's get on and talk about Clockwork God, which was. I just quickly want to th- like say um, oh, yeah. one idea that I still like and it's never going to happen, <laughs> but one idea I love is that we should like we should make a Toonstruck style adventure where you and I play ourselves in FMV. <laughs> And we get struck by lightning or whatever, and we go back into all these different old cancelled Dan and Ben films, <laughs> and we just cobble them all together. Oh, they're all, no. They're all half done. That's good. Like, <laughs> but we anyway. talked about, like, when we were doing the design for Ben, that Dan, that, which is obviously lots of different dimensions, we always talked about the realistic heads dimension, yes. you know, we would, where we would <laughs> photograph ourselves. Yeah. And uh, when you go into that one, it's our actual heads. Yeah. And then there were... Um, we did talk about for so Clockwork God. Um, so Ben Adana is about going to different dimensions. Yeah. And uh, Time Gentleman Please was about going to different time zones. And Clockwork God is about going into different feelings, how different emotions. Yeah. Um, the the overarching plot being you're trying to teach a computer what it is to be human, and he's doing that by putting you into these scenarios to learn different emotions, such as joy and fear, and what it's like to feel old or grief or that sort of Um and one of the things, one of the things which we talked about last time we met up, which is a good one, was self. It was like a sort of um, to do an emotion, to uh, self indulgence. Yes. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was self indulgence, and it was just 
photorealistic heads dimension again, where it's just yeah. you and me making a game about Dan and Ben. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the most like, horrendously meta. Yeah. <laughs> um, but who wants to see our real faces in a game? Like, can you imagine? I don't want to see our real faces in real life. No, it's hard enough just sitting on a bed with you like this. Uh, uh, yeah, so... Um, well, that's a nice intro to Clockwork God, which we started talking about probably six years ago, five, seven years ago. It's longer than that because it was when we were still in London. It was our, our last time in London. Yeah. We went out, when, before I moved out to Dorset and before you moved to like Cambridge and Newcastle, yeah. we went out for one last hurrah in London. And I remember sitting in a really weirdly swanky pub for you and me mm. outside in the garden and with just writing notes like this is gold this is really good and yeah. I remember that being the sort of oddly enough our last day in London was like a genesis of, yeah. of what I think this is Yeah, um, which was that if we made a platform game we would have we wouldn't be reusing mm. the ha-ha point and click jokes yeah. from Times and Please yeah. we would have a whole new wealth of ha-ha platform game <laughs> jokes yeah. to do yeah um, which is where that, which is where the seed kind of came from, and um, that led into oh ha ha, indie game jokes like the sort yeah. of some of the some of the tropes that indie games have yeah. and indie games use. So we've got that we had that like wealth of new content, and then at some point we decided, it's we you know to keep the ben, to keep Ben as like a point and click and having the two yeah. um, like playing off each other I notice yeah. we always refer I don't say you I say Ben like <laughs> yeah. I think of Ben as like a completely different person I've noticed yeah. that's like a, uh, yeah. a weird thing we do uh, back then yeah initially in that meeting it was like it was going to be a straight platformer both of them were platforming um, there wasn't this clockwork clockwork god element to it I think um, at one point we said the twist was going to be that Dan was the actual baddie he'd set all this stuff up oh god um, <laughs> In, like in order to give himself an indie platformer to play in or something like yeah. that but uh, yeah so what happened was uh, I remember starting that when I moved out uh, to Dorset so that would have been 2013 ish mm-hmm. is that about when I was and yeah. um, we made a version with Michael Furman doing the arts it started it yeah uh, which didn't get hugely far and Michael because, Furman is the guy that did the who art did the art for Swindle and uh, yeah, really, really insanely talented artist, and he put together these amazing Dan and Ben concepts, which is still sort of part of it today. Because like Dan's orange jumpsuit is is yeah. one, it was one of his concepts. Yeah, um, and it was very uh, his art style. No, no, that wasn't his art style. That was me trying to force him to do something else. So it had like these quite thick black lines around everything. It was quite um, angular, like almost like vector graphic-y. Mm. Um, and it didn't work. And we put together the tutorial and it was, it, it was fine, but it, uh, it wasn't great. It was mm. fine. Um, but we sent it to Jake Rodkin. Do you remember? Yes, yes. We sent it to Jake Rodkin, who is uh, Campo Santo uh, Firewatch man, but he was doing the Telltale games. He was doing the Walking Dead games. Yes. Uh, and he, I think he'd done Monkey Island and stuff like that. So he had like a, quite a lot of chops doing... Yeah. And he's and, and obviously a big um, LucasArts fan and from back in the day so, so. yeah he was yeah he was like co-lead on the first Walking Dead series right. and he worked on the Tales of Monkey Island series uh, and yeah. he was really positive about it he was like this is a great yeah. concept this like we sent him the build of the first level yeah. of the Michael Furman version yeah and that was uh, like Ben could jump in that one uh, yeah. not as high as Dan and yeah. it was a bit weird it, like the platforming was a bit Clunky. less robust yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was kind of faked wasn't it it was faked yeah yeah. it was it was early Unity as well because that would have been like 2013 so I wasn't massively okay with Unity and all that sort of stuff so mm. um, 
And then, and then that we cancelled that, didn't we? We cancelled that, and then did uh, I did the swindle? That would be the swindle. That's when the swindle kicked in. And I and Michael did the art for the swindle, and that was like, just do it in your art style, man. This is yeah. I I felt like he was trying to put a square peg in a round hole doing the yeah. art for the Dan Ben thing. Mm. Um, uh, so that was obviously beautiful. And then when the swindle finished, we talked about doing it again. We were like, let's pick this up again. Mm. Uh, and I said to Michael, will you do the artwork? And he said, yes. And he did some amazing art. It was yeah. like, we'll do it in your art style. Yeah. Um, let, you know, let's not, let's not sort of mess you around. And uh, I can, I can remember very little about that version. There's a question on, we, we asked a question, Twitter question, which we can talk about, we'll talk about now, which is that, uh, did it have a code name, a stupid code name? And for the longest time, uh, the game was called Once More With Feelings. Yeah. With, which keeps the comma, exclamation mark um, motif from Ben there, down that. And, mm-hmm. um, but we cancelled that. We, st- we can that. I didn't like that. You love that. I, yeah. Um, um, I, mean, it, I mean, it wasn't a code, a code name. It was the was, name. Was <laughs> yeah, the it was name. just the name. Yeah. Well, okay. So Wompf. We called it Wompf. Yeah. It's like, uh, but it, I always felt, I felt like um, I wanted Clockwork God to be a standalone game and not be a third part in a series. I didn't want people to think they have to have played the first two. Yeah. And I felt like a having the comma exclamation mark thing made it feel like it was part of that series rather yeah. than its own series. Yeah. And it also has the word once more, which is great, but also <laughs> implies you have to have played Dan and Ben there Dan that yeah. first. Yeah. Which I didn't like. Mm. But it's a great title, very funny very because clever, it's a very yeah. clever title, but not a great game title. If you mm. and my my feeling was like, if you saw it on the Steam page, it's not a title you would click on. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't have any intrigue. It doesn't explain what the game is very well. Yeah. It doesn't explain the style of the game. So we, mm. so we cancel that. But I think of that version that that Michael did. Yeah. Uh, as once more with feelings. Mm. Um, in my head, that's the that one, mm. which actually got quite far. Uh, yeah. all the yeah. levels were in or quite a lot of the levels were in I remember I certainly remember getting as far as the fear level which is like quite far through right. uh, I remember the London there was, there's a scene there's a level set in London and that, that was all done and in mm. uh, quite loosely but it was in Yeah. and he'd done this amazing sort of like horrible swamp demon thing yeah. that, that chases you through London yeah. um, but that version just didn't hang together well I wasn't happy I wasn't happy making it um, it just didn't feel like we nailed it yeah it didn't feel very I think it felt more adventure gamey than there was certainly there was certainly no platforming robust platforming yeah Um, so we so like the big difference in art style now is that it's all very pixel arty mm. and it feels a lot more platformery yeah it does tight feels tighter yeah Um, but that version I, I you know I had a I then had a son and I spent a lot of time not sleeping and so I, I did a, I spent a lot of time prototyping different like completely different ideas mm. uh, and then wound up making Kickman because my brain was scrambled I was <laughs> fucked yeah. uh, and I was like I can't because we, I, I was gearing up to be making Dan and Ben 3 and I thought I can't do the big systems I can't, yeah. I'm not getting enough sleep to do this properly yeah. it's going to be a third one that doesn't work um, and I remember you came around and we talked about it and I was like okay if we do this I'm just going to scrap that version I'm going to start again mm. um and we had a bit more of a focus on 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 the dance stuff, on the platforming. I think like making sure that was one of the first things that went in was um, making sure the platforming was tight. Yeah, spent a lot of time worrying about that, getting the character control stuff right. Because mm. um, there's no point in like one of the fi- one of the things we kept saying was like there's no point in having the platforming in there, like just uh, as a, an, as a nominal thing. 
like like as a as a way to get from A to B. Like instead of just clicking to B, you just hold on right and go to B. Or don't you know it, like the platforming had to be a satisfying yeah half of part, the game. half the game yeah um, oh sorry you've got something else on yeah sorry about that unbelievable is it your man <laughs> um, no it was someone else oh. <laughs> Anyway, uh, sorry, I've kept my phone on so that we can look at so we can look at some questions. questions. Uh, well, let's let's sort of wrap up the reminiscing. And yeah, so and then it was now, and then it was now, uh, and Ben's unbuttoned his shirt. What's going on there? Oh, oh my word! <laughs> um, yeah, so so Clockwork God, I think, is uh, feels like it's competently put together. Yeah. Um, which is weird because the other ones felt like kind of kind of floaty and vague and we didn't really know what we were doing and I said to you like we can make it but I think it needs to be almost more it's, it's not been this but it needed to be more like um, you play Escape Goat like feel, feel like a really sort of tight um, you know block pushing yeah thing because like, the other ones like had proper physics if you look at like the, the physics in Clockwork God is fake it's like it's not real Right, um, because I hate that thing where like a crate falls and it's like a slight yeah. angle and yeah. you just jump on it and it just feel and then and they bounce on top of each other. You, if you've got like three crates and you just uh, jump on them and they all move a little bit and I, I don't like that. It needs to feel like fixed and, and yeah. Um, so I spent a lot of time, <clears throat> spent a lot of time getting the what I'm going to call the engine going, yeah. which was all the point and click mechanics, all the Dan running, jumping, climbing stuff. Mm. Lighting was really important because I wanted it to be sprite, almost look like sprite-based stuff. But like lighting it in a in a clever way that sort of fits with, you know, doesn't look because um, it's a pixel art game. So if you have like faded lights and stuff, it just uh, yeah. I don't like that sort of stuff. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't look good to me. Uh, and like shaders so that we can rotate, we you know. Uh, Maintaining, I don't like rotated pixels in games. We talked about this mm. with Tom yesterday. He gets really angry about Tom Waterhouse is doing some of the art for us. Yeah. He gets really angry about rotated pixels and things like that. But yeah. uh, we so like some shaders, which are a very nice guy called Dicky put together for me, which to make sure that even if you're rotating an arm or something, it it stays pixely, which is sort of magic clever that <laughs> even I don't understand. Uh, so we spent I spent a long time doing the engine. Yeah. Uh, and then I've been making it cleverly. So, so because I what my worry was given given this is like the third time we were doing it. What I didn't want to do is like make a spaceship level, all pretty, and then with all the assets in and stuff. And then mm. you and me meet up and we go, that spaceship level's not really working. Yeah, let's take it out. Yeah, I haven't got the time or the money to waste doing that. Yeah. So, so I so I built the whole game and it looked like ass. It was yeah. all programmer art. Yeah, but you could play it from start to finish um, with just everything was just blobs and rectangles and stuff yeah and we played that and we met up and we played that and it was really good and it worked and we were really happy with it and we were really happy with the flow and the narrative and the puzzles were were, were all really satisfying and we were happy with that yeah so that was like a year to get to that point I think mm. and then because it was or maybe more and then since August of 2018 I've been doing the artwork yeah. and just going through and making making the I, what we wound up doing is I've been making the basic stuff so I've been drawing the characters and the um, all the, the objects, the stuff that you interact with, yeah, the tile stuff, mm. but all the stuff you interact with. Mm. And Tom has been putting together all the background stuff, so everything that's like making it actually pretty in the background. Yeah. 
Um, and then that's where we are now. And you and I are meeting. There's no dialogue in it. Well, there's very little dialogue in it, apart from the tutorial oh, bit. Yeah, the, totally. The, the we trailer bit. Yeah. Um, we've ri- you've written quite a lot. You've written uh, the, what we would call the plot critical stuff, which yeah. is all the stuff the player's definitely going to see. All yeah. The way um, but but that's like a fraction of it, right? That's like a, yeah. that's like a percent of how much needs doing. So we're going to meet and we're going to go uh, and have what we call the retreat, which yes. we did before. We did that last year. We got a, we got a place with a pool, yeah, and we've got some beers in. And you and me just sat and designed a load of game. And we're yeah. going to do that again, but this time we're going to get just write the whole thing in like a week. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Basically, Basically, I think like yeah, I think if we sit there eight hours a day writing dialogue and you know background stuff whatever you know like um, I don't know say, say say if you hack into a computer and find a load of emails or whatever like right, get all that stuff yeah. do you know what I think I, I, think, think, we'll... I think if we're 8 hours a day by day 2 you'll go <laughs> let's do something else <laughs> <laughs> but I think yeah I think we'll um, I think we'll be able to get like the vast majority of it done on the yeah. retreat yeah um and then once that's done, we've got music. Toby Evans is doing the music and the sound effects for us, who is extraordinarily talented and yeah. made the made the trailer sing. Like that trailer mm. went, that trailer like tripled in quality when yeah. as soon as he put his his stuff to it, it's beautiful work. I'm trying to think that is there a lot of Tom's art in the art in the trailer. Tom's ass, no Tom's <laughs> ass. Uh, yeah, uh, not much. He he did all like the the flowery backgrounds, so, like the ferns and stuff, which which right. do make it. A lot better. Yeah. Um, it's not show that that little section is not showcasing his stuff so much. No, but one thing. No, it doesn't. One thing he has done is he's taken my art and tidied it up. So I sent him right. like. So in that in that tutorial in that uh, trailer, I did the, the big tree and the Spitfire and you know mm-hmm. like the crate. I don't think I sent him the crate. What did I send him? The Spitfire and the tree. And the, I think I just sent him the crate. And so I just said, "Can you make the lighting on this make sense?" <laughs> Uh, and he sent me this. He sent me it back, and uh, like again, like doubled the quality of like, all, all that stuff. Um, so basically, what you do is you make a shit thing, and then you <laughs> pass it on to other people. And say, make this good, please. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and so uh, there's a lot to do before August. Yeah. Um, hopefully, all the all the dialogue, all the dialogues in. Um, Will that'll hopefully and all the music and stuff is in that'll be like June. I've set aside June, July, and August just for purely for bug fixing and polish and yeah. adding and those stuff. Yeah. So that's sort of where we're at. Um, I'm aware that you and I had a conversation yesterday. We're still putting puzzles in because yeah. we had a big conversation yesterday where we felt like some of the reactions to the trailer we should put more of that Dan and Ben people seem to like the Dan and Ben interactions. Yeah, and there is a lot of that, but it's spread over the game rather than being in necessarily in quite yeah. tight areas so we talked about like putting some more puzzles in layering that sort of stuff in and we've got some really nice stuff to add in and I think we'll continue to do that all the way up to August yeah. I can't imagine I mean that's how it was with the first two don't it, know, yeah. wasn't it it was like even right at the end we were like you know what let's just slot a little extra layer mm. in here or let's slot a lift in you know yeah. a little lift section that, li- yeah that lift went in like a year after we'd finished Ben I'd done that and it just sat on my hard drive doing nothing yeah. do you remember that and yeah. then like uh, I put that I don't know why I just thought there should be a lift bit in here yeah. it was a stupid joke um, I think you wanted to do some back and forth thing like you wanted to have a reason to go I back felt a like bit. yeah I felt like we'd messed up what adventure game what point and clicks were supposed to be in yeah. that I, <laughs> Ben there Dan was, was very forward driven 
yeah. you know we, we just went okay and then you go here 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 and I, yeah. we got to the end and I was like aren't you supposed to like go back and pick up <laughs> do things you can, yeah. uh, now I've got that I can go back and do that yeah. which um, so we put a couple of things like that and there was a rock and there was something else that we did that mm. you had to go back to old areas for but it wasn't the design it wasn't what we'd done and actually one of the things I think is quite interesting is that like people prefer that yeah, people actually preferred when we did Time Dead and Please we were suddenly alright let's do better graphics and we'll do some better puzzles some harder puzzles and some you you know I was I had that in mind that we'd done that wrong air quotes wrong <laughs> yeah. um, in Ben they done that but uh, and then actually realised that uh, people sort of preferred that because there was a there was a linearity to it that mm. I mean to, like, for me, I, I enjoy both approaches mm. to me it's like I like Dead the Tentacle and I like full throttle and then mm. like they've got very different you know mm. style of puzzle construction and stuff but they're both awesome and I think yeah full throttle's quite forward though focus isn't it it's exactly like, yeah um, almost, almost exclusively yeah. I mean you could argue it, but but again I think that's that works for that um, for that game because it's like a road movie you know so he's like he's always pushing forwards so that yeah. that makes sense and that works but it also Dead the Tentacle also works being in one house and just going back and forth and back yeah. and forth in between these like the same rooms and yeah and like it all being layered on top of each other because so. that's us half an hour of just us talk like congratulating ourselves on cancelling so many games <laughs> like if you're like why do I why am I, I mean, sometimes I look at like my catalogue of the games I've put out and I think been doing this for 10 years why have I only released like four games that yeah. makes no sense and then I realised that oh yeah like 90% of my life is cancelling Dan and Ben games <laughs> yeah um, should we that's half an hour of us like self-congratulating let's should we do some questions on Twitter I asked Twitter for questions yes one of which we'd answered which was it was codenamed Womp yes which is stupid or Dan and Ben 3 which is boring but mm. but there you go um, but yeah uh, but like quickly talking about that the puzzle style I uh, don't want to block my mouth with the don't phone. Don't want to block your mouth with the phone. Yeah, I was just going to say about the puzzle sort of like that going back and forth thing. In, in Clockwork God, at one point we were talking about going back to levels. Yeah. And then we decided, no, that doesn't work with this game. Yeah. That's not, you know, this game is like a platform, half platformer and you keep on going forward. Mm. And yeah, so. There was a question from Ian about mm. uh, L about. Which was, was quite a nice one to start off with is addressing Dan's platforming. Yeah, do you want me to? Yes, read that. Yeah, um, would very much like to know this. Uh, right, uh, the 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 announcement video uh, makes it look like platform platforming is just to get around the place, not to leave me in the position the most frustrating games do. Of is this hard to be a challenge or just because I've missed a puzzle that makes it possible? So, like, I one of the things. So there is. The, I, th- I think there are two bits to Dan's stuff. Mm. There's the stuff where you're with Ben and you're working together, which is almost slightly more like adventure gamey, um, yeah, platforming, mm. which is the stuff you saw in the trailer. And then um, every once in a while, Dan sort of is off on his own. There are little sections where there's just pure platforming, where you go yeah. off and and Dan's doing what I would just what we'd call platforming stuff. Yeah. Um, and we've had like a lot of conversations about how hard to make it or how. Um, much of a challenge it should be yeah and the stuff because at its core I would say Clockwork God is a point and click game we didn't want to make platforming that is frustrating in any way yeah because people who enjoy point and clicks I feel like aren't necessarily the same people who are going to enjoy it like 
really difficult mm. yeah. game where you die a lot yeah. um, and stuff like that. So we've the quite a lot of dance platforming has the illusion of difficulty, yeah. but um, is really forgiving. Yeah, like we make you do stuff. We make you like it's not just uh, running down from A to B, like, and he's just running left to right, and you occasionally press the jump button. Like he does have to like bounce back and forth, and there are different platform types, and you know, so there's like platforms with spikes that you have to avoid and stuff. So it does have like proper platform mechanics and setup, but it is just it's pretty forgiving. Yeah. So you'll totally. feel, you'll feel like you're actually doing proper platforming, but you're not going to get super frustrated, frustrated at it. Like we don't ever really want the player to get stuck. So, so like there's little bits that I don't want to say Celeste because that's not right, but that, that I've got that sort of indie platformer vibe, like Meat yeah. Boy yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. Meat Boy is better. It's like Meat Boy Light. Meat Boy Light. Yeah. Um, and there's also some stuff that is a bit more Sonic Light. So like yeah. a little bit less, even like less. More about like just bounce pads, bounce pads, and 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 getting speed up and all that. Stuff. Yeah, having so, fun, basically having fun. Um, so we, we we are aware that like it's it, it's an unholy combination of <laughs> an unholy melding of styles. Yeah. So we have been quite careful not to not to fuck that up. Yeah. And I think to answer his, the second bit of his question, I think we. It's probably something we should keep an eye on, but like I think we make it clear where if Dan is hitting an obstacle, it needs a puzzle solution. It's like clearly like this is not that you just have to do your double jump a bit better. It's that there's a great big brick wall in your way, or yeah. you know there's a you know oh yeah there's never any like there's this is something that needs solving. Everything else you should just be able to do. Yeah, and like, yeah. I think that's that's generally pretty obvious. Yeah, um, but I don't. But again, because it's so forgiving, I don't think people are going to get themselves in that situation yeah. in the first place. Right, let's have another question because this is like half an hour and no one has time to listen to a full half an hour of podcasts. Surely. Okay. How long are podcasts normally? Hour. Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, quick one. Um, Stuart Lilford asks, although it won't directly relate to the first two games because we're saying it's standalone, uh, will there be lots of references for fans of those two games? Uh, yeah, at first we said no. We were like, we, we, I want this to be a completely new game. Yeah. No Ben there, Dan references. And that lasted about a week. <laughs> uh, and there, I can think of three already. <laughs> I, I actually can't, but... Um, so, but... Uh, spoilers. Dan and Ben's flat is in there? You, oh, you saw that yes. yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a... Uh, Peru is in there. From yes, of course. Stuff. Yeah, that's a big one. And uh, Bob from oh yeah, Bob, uh, the water man from the water based yeah. man from Ben there Dan that that you kill. But I think the trick is is that that stuff will be there, but we're not going to be like oh hey it's you. Look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't have to like we, we will never uh, Make... treat it like a thing you should have already known. It yeah. will always be brand new material. Yeah, like. Fans of the first two games, like super fans of the first two games, will probably be very glad to see that Ben picks up a dead man's hand at some point. Yes, but that's not going to be like we're not. He's not going to pick it up and go. I'm always picking up dead hands. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of my thing. (laughs) This again, yeah. (laughs) Like we're not going to base. Yeah. Um, There was another question about talking about Peru. Read the Peru question because that's quite that's quite well done. (laughs) Uh, Someone, yeah, someone spotted that it was. They said uh, Peter Crossland. Um, said um, is it a prequel it looks like it's set in a forest like the start of the first game 
Um, which is, yeah, so it it's, actually is the Peruvian jungle. It's the same Peruvian jungle. Yeah. As Ben there, done that, but not for any reason other than we thought that was nice. Yeah. I thought it was a nice, I thought it was a nice opening to open the same way as Ben there, done that. Yeah. And but, also because like jungle is like a classic platformer setting. So that was like, it, a, is, it needs to be green and, you know, greenery. For, yeah. For the first one. And yeah. also like it's classic adventure stuff, right? It's, yeah. You know, gold in the jungle and maps to dusty maps to treasure and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, um, but it's not a prequel. It's no. definitely set after Time, Gentlemen, Please. Yeah, and there's no reason that it's the same jungle plot-wise. So you don't need to <laughs> you don't need to know it's the same jungle. <laughs> it just so happens. Yeah, it just so happens that we only know one jungle. Is that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've we've watched Raiders of the Lost Ark, and that's the extent of our knowledge of where jungles are. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, Another one? There was a question about Switch. There was a Switch question, which I, yeah. I will answer quickly, which is that we are talking about Switch. There are plans in place to do Switch. Uh, I don't want to promise it because um, some of the puzzles in the game are a little bit fourth wally, shall I say, a little bit um, out there. And I, yeah. can, I can just foresee, because like, if we put a game up on Steam, like Steam to a degree, Valve to a degree don't care. I can put a game up on Steam um, and do some kind of weird shit with it. To give a fake example, like putting a QR code in there, or yeah. or URL yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's quite, but there's quite a lot of that stuff. There's quite a few yeah. like these big ticket puzzles that are a bit out there. Yeah. And I just don't want to promise a Switch version mm. until I've had that conversation with Nintendo or yeah. or a PlayStation version or an Xbox version. Yeah. Until I've had that conversation with those people because. Uh, I don't want them to turn around and go, no, you can't do this. And then, I, and then I'll have to think of, well, you know, we try and do something else. I'd fix it. I'd rather yeah. it was on Switch in some way, yeah. but I don't know what's going to happen with that. Because yeah. basically when you submit a game to consoles, you have to go through this thing called compliance or certification, which mm. where basically they make sure, you know, it's, it, some of it is like if you're holding down the A button and unplug the controller does the game crash and all yeah. that sort of weird if you're, if you're watched, If you're playing it on like a, 20 year old TV set like you yeah, yeah, yeah. still read all the um, so I'm just I'm a bit wary of just saying yes I don't understand I don't understand how people who do kickstarters say it's coming to, with confidence it's coming to switch it's right. coming to think because like yeah. you haven't you haven't had that conversation <laughs> with them they yeah. like, they could just turn around at any point and go no we don't want it thanks mm, yeah <laughs> um, but then I suppose you just go well we tried but they yeah. were letters uh, but that question about the switch there's, pro- there's probably like five people here asking about Switch because I think every game developer now has people saying, is it on Switch? Will yeah. you be on Switch? But that was from Decay Swiss okay. uh, and she, or they, so it's a female avatar, but um, uh, they also asked, how did you uh, find it difficult, or did you find it difficult balancing point and click with platforming so it's both too much of one or the other? Um I think also, okay, the, I don't know. There's, she says, "How indie darling does the platforming get? Is it Celeste level? I guess. Oh, we've answered that. I guess that's difficulty. So yeah, not difficult. It's not difficult. Um, what was the first bit? Um, how do we balance it? Did we're, we find it difficult? It, how, it is actually because we, for the longest time, it felt like a point and click game, and like Dan wasn't really doing anything. Yeah, like we we, we neglected his side of things quite a lot. Because mm. um, the I say I would say the bones of the game, the core structure has yeah. always been it was the first thing that went in and it's the critical thing it's the puzzles yeah so and the puzzles are by and large point and click side yeah um, and the navigation stuff is 
is platformer side. Yeah. So it was always critical that that went in. But to a degree, I think we slipped up a little bit a few times and forgot about Dan. <laughs> yeah, I think because our thinking was like, all right, we'll 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 sort out the we'll design the adventure game puzzles, and then we will fit Dan puzzles into those. We'll yes. fit platforming yeah. sections into those. And then. Uh, and it meant that it wasn't very integrated. Yes, and over time we've we've integrated what like that Dan needs to do something in between Ben's yeah. games. We've put in sections that are pure Dan, sections that are pure Ben. Yeah, sections that where they're helping each other out and they don't really know it and things like that. That uh, oh they, no, they do know it now, don't they? Because they talk to each other. I yeah, that. but um, yeah, uh, it's the, the classic, the the high example from it, the quintessential example of it is in the trailer. Which is where Dan jumps on a baddie and uh, like to kill it, and then Ben can pick that dead baddie up and use it as an inventory item, yes. and that's like the peak of like, yeah, int- like the two systems interacting and needing each other yeah. in clever ways. So I think that's like that's the acme of what we're trying to yeah. do. And there's not much pushing crates. No, we have <laughs> put a couple in, yeah. a couple of new ones in. That's one of but, the things where you go right. How do we get Dan into this puzzle? Can he just push something <laughs> off the ledge so that Ben can use it? Yeah. Um, so, but the balancing is the balancing is a really interesting question because I think it's it, it, it has been hard, uh, and I think it's one of those things that will continue to be tweaked, like right up until the end. Yeah. Another question. Yes. Um, Matt Zare says, "What is your core focus when you design your games? Do you spend a long time thinking about the verbs, or do you start with story?" And has this approach changed much since the first two Dan and Ben games? I say, so, I say the first Dan and Ben game, we didn't think of anything through, did we? Like it no. was. Um, I think we start with story first, basically. We start with story. The, first. We get the basic story, yeah, um, and then we start. Um, then we start thinking about puzzles, and then like they both kind of go in tandem. Like the puzzles suggest more story, and the, the story suggests yeah. more puzzles, basically. Um, ben, there, Dan, that was made in a pub or just designed in a pub yeah. um, as you read a book right so we would we did the first level and then we'd go to the pub and we'd talk about what was what we would do next yeah and we designed it in a linear fashion and it was made in a linear fashion which is yeah. really mad <laughs> yeah uh, and then and actually like the twist ending where it turns out the aliens was Dan and Ben all along yeah that was actually the last thing we didn't know that until no. we'd got to the end we're like we need an ending what's the ending yeah uh, and I suggested it's you, and your. I, it was one of those things that I remember suggesting to you, and your brain just freezes while these clock, while the <laughs> cogs go round, yeah. and you work out if that makes any sense at all <laughs> based on what we've done for the entire thing. And you're like, guess we could <laughs> if we change this like that. Uh, and Time Zone to Please was a bit more laid out, but quite similar. We were still, we were. I was still making it without any real I- idea of how it was going to end. Yeah, I think we knew the setup, which was that they muck about with time they bollocks up the timeline Hitler has won and he's got mm. dinosaurs and the end point would be uh, defeating Hitler yeah and that was pretty you know that was like the basics and then we but, of... but, but again made very linearly linearly in a linear fashion yeah um, I was yeah. doing all the graphics for I was doing all the graphics for an area and then mm. it was one of those things that like you know there's some stuff in Time Center Police that maybe should have been cut um, but I'd done the Done all the graphics for it, and I was like, I'm not, not cutting that. I've drawn the, I've drawn the room. Yeah. Um, but there, and then Clockwork God was, as we've said, was made like a strong house 
yes. with a firm foundation and then we're building up on that. Which is why there's not... Which is why... One of the reasons why the trailer is just that one section of the game because that's the only bit that looks that pretty. <laughs> but it was, yeah. a nice, it was a nice section to do because it tells... It shows the mechanics really well because it's yeah. got lots going on. But it's also the only bit where all the graphics are... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and uh, and it looks pretty. So, but, and it doesn't give away too much of the um, yes. storyline and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yes. Um, Manolo asks if there are any other games that inspired you on the concept of the game. The trailer reminds me of Oxen Free and the Cave, but maybe the actual game is completely different. I haven't played either Oxen Free or the Cave. Have you? No. I remember. I remember when Cave came out. I can't remember why I didn't play it, but I was. It was one of those ones that was always on my. Oh, I should get around to playing that mm. because of because of what we were doing, yeah. because of what we've been talking about. Yeah. Um, and I've never actually got around to it. And people, a lot of people have mentioned Oxen Free to me over the last two days or so, and I don't really know what it is. I've, I've sort of vaguely seen text dialogue. It's got like dialogue in speech bubbles and stuff. Yeah, I think it's like a like a interactive uh, fiction type thing. Well, you play an ox. You play an ox trying to get out of something. I don't know. Yeah, I think it has very light adventure game okay. elements, but it's mainly kind of just wandering around, talking to characters, and you yeah. know, enjoying the. I would say, like, atmosphere. if you want to know what the mechanics are of Clockwork God, I would say it is Day of the Tentacle uh, style adventure gaming. Yeah, mixed with some like basic Super Meat Boy type yeah. platforming. Yeah. Um, and like I mean again there are lots of like because we're like looking at indie games and you know like in the same way the first two games were dis- like we're discussing 90s adventure games we're now discussing like modern indie games yeah. there's a lot of you know like all the all the big landmark games you'd uh, think about like Fares and Limbo and Dear Esther yeah. and all that stuff they're all kind of um, that's the kind of area that we're talking about, like yeah. um, you know. But like, but gameplay wise, it's um, yeah, it's like it is kind of, it's more of like the '90s retro platformer, isn't it? It's like, and it's it's very like that. It's very like the puzzles of. It's very puzzle structured. It's not mm. just. It's not. Um, yeah, it's not just Dan and Ben walk, ever, walking around talking to did people. Did you ever play Lost Vikings? I don't think I ever played Lost Vikings, but I'm aware of it. I probably played a, a yeah. demo of it on the Amiga. I, I, yeah, as I understand it, from what I remember of screenshots of Lost Vikings, it's that kind of moving more characters to solve puzzles, right? Moving play. I think there were three, weren't there? Yeah, three yeah. That, were they all individual skills? I, guess I think they, they did, did, yeah. yeah. Um, so that kind of, it's that kind of yeah, but I guess what yeah, I guess what I'm saying is that it's um yeah, it's it's very much um yeah, I well okay. I already said it, but it's very it's very much puzzle based and and it's got that adventure game structure to it. It's yeah. not um it's not like I I'm trying not to say walking simulator, but um, <laughs> you know, but it's it's um it's not one of those ones where it's more like just about the atmosphere and, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and ma- making yeah, yeah. storytelling decisions. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's like that, that bit, that line in the trailer where it says an interactive narrative, interactive narrative experience, narrative experience yeah. is a joke. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, do, do, um, someone asking about iOS and you tweeted, replied to them saying, probably not. Yes. Yeah. The control things don't work. Um, did the concept for the game Top Tier Sloth asks 
did the concept for the game come from a clashing of ideas or was this game planned around this concept from the very beginning uh, and how long has it been in production we've answered both of those we've really. answered both of those yeah uh, but yeah well, but it was planned around that from the very beginning I'm sort of I'm vaguely aware that we've got all day talking to press about this fucking game <laughs> and that maybe starting out the day by talking in depth about this game wasn't our brightest of ideas <laughs> uh, should we do one more question and then wrap it up yeah I've only, I've only got one more question but um, Split Hair Games asks uh, do each of you write your own dialogue uh, or does one of you get to make the other say things <laughs> uh, people always think that Ben there Dan that and Time Gentleman Please were, was you and me like writing you know I, I don't know like working together to write it that yeah. you know we were we were sitting we were sitting around smoking a pipe and saying what if Ben were to say you know X, Y, Z and, that, and the reality of it was it was a real like workhorse job wasn't it because every interact every object could interact with every object in the game yeah so there was a metric shit ton of dialogue in those in both yeah. of those games yeah um, and what, we were living in a flat in London and I remember you were you got your computer set up on the kitchen table yeah uh, and I had my computer in my bedroom, and we were in silence, just typing. Yeah. Um, and we had this, we because it, it wasn't very well programmed, but we had the we I sent you like a template for okay, here's all the inventory items. Yeah. And you would just put together these text documents. Yeah. Um, so I'd take one room, and you'd take another room. Yeah. And, and we ju- and we just put words in each other's mouths the whole time. So like some yeah. stuff, I always, we were saying in interviews yesterday, I always feel like if there's a highbrow joke in these games, Ben wrote it. <laughs> yeah. And if it's really lowbrow, I've probably done it. Because I, when my, my, I try and do something really clever and then when I fail, I just resort to talking about bums and willies or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, so, so, the, so they, and I, but I think this one might be slightly different. I think we will work together a bit more on quite a lot of, because we're going on the retreat, so we've got a bit of time to do it. Yeah. Um, I think quite a lot, but we, but we, the thing about Dan and Ben is they're basically the same character. <laughs> it's not like, it's not like they, they, we have a particularly diverse cast because they're based on you and me, yeah. and you and me are basically the same character as it is. <laughs> yeah. So it's not the hardest thing to write no. for the other person. Sometimes I, sometimes we would write stuff and I'd go, actually that feels more like something Dan would say. Yeah. But I don't really know what that is. What that... Um, so, like, cause sometimes, like, Dan was... Dan was, like, the stupider one, I think. And Ben was, like, the slightly more controlling one. So yeah. there, there, there were, like, kind of tropes that they would fall into a little bit. Yeah. There were times when um, you'd be writing... I'd be writing dialogue and we'd have, like... There'd be, like, a whole conversation between Dan and Ben. And it would end on a really good joke. And uh, But Ben was saying it. And I would go. I would go back and then change which character was saying which line, so that I would get the. I would get the punchline. Uh, I was not aware of that. Uh, well, that's why. That's why everyone thinks Dan is the funniest because because I I, I rigged the system. Ah, okay. But uh, to answer the question, we both write for both characters. We write, yeah. So it would be very weird if I was only allowed to write the Ben dialogue. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I ha- like we'd have to do it one line at a time, wouldn't we? And it'd yeah. take years. I think the nice thing about Clockwork Goddess as well is that there is a bit more... There's scope for a bit more character to them. Like, that Ben is, like, um, stuck in the past, resolute. He's kind yeah. of he's kind of stubborn in this. N- now that they're not both adventure gamers, basically, yeah. it, it gives There's a them... bit more leeway to be a bit more interesting. It sends them in different and Dan's Dan's like optimistic and he's um, forward thinking. He's yeah. like um, happy, a bit more happy-go-lucky. He's a bit more... Um, 
leading everything. He's a bit more pulling. Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. And Ben's a little bit more. Yeah, he's a bit more 21st century and a bit more woke and a yeah, bit more yeah. aware. And uh, yeah, and Ben is a bit is like stuck in his ways. Yes. Yeah. Um, let's wrap this up. I'm okay. I'm sorry we talked for so long. That was <laughs> probably so boring. It's um, less than an hour, Dan. We'll probably get torn to shreds off by the internet for such a short podcast. No, well. Look, there's eight minutes left to go outside and do something uh, productive with your life. You can go out, you, maybe you could dig the garden, tidy up a verge, I don't know, do something to trim really benefit, hedge. trim a hedge, that would really benefit society. So, <laughs> there's, there's, so that's that to look forward to. Um, thank you very much for listening to our boring rambling. Um, yeah. Please go now. Actually, you've got eight minutes <laughs> to go now. Go to the Steam page for Clockwork God and wishlist it please Jesus Christ actually fucking wishlist it because I don't understand what it is but I understand my entire life is now dependent on some algorithm that someone at Valve has made <laughs> so uh, it's critically important that um, that the game gets wishlisted so that so that Steam thinks it's important yes um, and if you still have some time remaining then tidy up Verge pick up some litter <laughs> um, I was going to say like retweet Dan's tweets oh yeah no Jesus no, spend the 80 minutes plugging my game that's a great idea yeah it's seven minutes you've got seven minutes now that's fine um but i just want to say i'm very excited about the game really happy with the way it's going yes it looks gorgeous like the sound like the sound we've got so far is really nice yeah i think the design of it is great it's all really exciting and you know interesting like we've we finally got to a dan and ben three where it's interesting and exciting i think we've finally got to dan ben three that does the other two justice as well because they're, yeah. they're, they're very well regarded those two and I don't yeah. want to make something that's like a damn square piece yeah yeah um, okay let's call it a day let's go and get on with some stuff um, thank you very much Ben for being my guest on my podcast The Dan Show um, <laughs> that's my pleasure <laughs> right let's put some clothes on wait a minute on. can we high five goodbye yes <laughs> that's just going to sound like like we slap bums let's together. Slap bums together. That's not going to sound like a. Let's slap our bums together in the hopes that it sounds like a high five. Okay. Yeah, that's much better. Good. Okay, good.